Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Keywords 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. Ford Lincoln Kia Hyundai. Great new inventory. What about pre-owned inventory? They have a fabulous selection of that as well. Great deals to be had. Great time to buy. All at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. All right. We're all out of Yankee highlights. Time now for our play-by-play call of the day. This is ball to deep center field. Ballinger twisting around. Still going. He's at the Joe Davis with a call on Fox Sports 1 last night. Joe is one of the really, you know, uh, I'll talk about Joe Davis in one second here. Bellinger, who's always been a terrific regular season player, has always been very much up and down in the postseason. Well, last night he homered and he made that play to Rob Fernando Tatis Jr. of a home run. Uh, Bellinger is a big reason why they won last night. So a great postseason performance by him. Joe Davis. Joe Davis is about as nice a guy because, I mean, I've run into Joe and talked with him when he's done football for Fox or FS1 and when he's done basketball. It's great to sit down and talk with him. He has a great perspective on everything. This is the guy that stepped into the Dodgers job after Vin Scully. And guess what? People love him because he's humble he does a great job. You can tell he's an excellent announcer, and he just does his deal. It's one thing that always needs to be remembered about any job. So let's take, okay, let's take my job. You know, people talk about what I do. I've always had it, had the perspective of this. I replaced somebody, Fran Fisher, he retired. And down the road, somewhere, I'm going to get replaced. So... I make the most of the time I've got. Simple as that. Just got a text from the back back office. Can't happen soon enough. What what does that mean? All right, uh, <laughs> it's unbelievable. But I mean, that's a perspective you have to have. You know, it's you know, you replace somebody. In my case, it was a retirement which made, by the way, the transition to what Jack and I do easier because it was a retirement. And somewhere down the road, and I I personally hope it's a while down the road, some of you may have a different opinion, but somewhere down the road, hopefully years from now, because I enjoy the job so much, somebody will end up replacing me. Well, Joe Davis stepped in when Vin Scully decided to retire, and he's been great. All right. Somebody does a great job. 
Screen Times Tribune, Donnie Collins. Donnie, welcome. Great to have you with us. Good to be here, Steve. All right. Uh, last night, uh, James Franklin, Tyler Bowen addressed the media. It really is the midway point uh, as they get ready for the uh, upcoming season. Any uh, general impressions from what you heard? Yeah, I, I think this is a confident program right now. You know, they, 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 this has been a, such a crazy run uh, since, you know, August 11th to now. And, you know, I, I think they're just, you know, I think they're just like everybody else. They're just waiting to go out there and play. They think this team was going to be very good. They still think it's going to be that way. And I, I, I just, I think they're looking forward to getting potentially some parents in the stadium, which I thought was really interesting after the, you know, after some, you know, t- talk that that wasn't going to happen. But, but I, yeah, I, I think they're, I think that that's what really stands out to me. It makes us a little bit different of a season. You know, it's it's usually a obviously a life and death situation for, you know, for for. For football coaches, this is you know it's a it's, it's a football game. It's their livelihood. It's what they, you know, the winning and losing matters to them more than more than matters to anybody else outside of the players. And I think this year, I think there's a to me there's a sense that they're they're focusing on not not just being a, a good football team, but you know they have a they have a chance to do something they didn't think they were going to get to do, and that's play a game. And, and I think that matters a little more this year. Uh, it's also something that's been a pattern for Penn State football over decades: is you start, you play a game. Normally, it's against a team or a program that you know you have more talent than, and you find out in a game that you probably can win 9.8 times out of 10, uh, the mistakes that you make but you can get away with, but then you can correct and get ready for the next game, which is probably a bigger and better game. This will be the first of three straight years where Penn State is going to open the season in conference. It'll be at Indiana. Next year, it'll be at Wisconsin. Then it's Purdue in 22. Uh, what about opening in conference like this, cold, without having that game in front where maybe you could work out a few things along the way? Yeah, if I'm Penn State, I'm really nervous about this one. I mean, it, it, it's, first of all, I mean, you mentioned every reason that every you know every common sense reason to be nervous about it. Number one, you haven't played in forever. You, you're, you're coming out. It's college football, so you're coming off of no real preseason. You're not you know scrimmaging. You're not whatever another team at least. And Indiana's good. So yeah. you're on the road. That's right. So, I mean, it's yeah. I, I I think that's the one thing we've seen this year. And you know, you, you saw it a couple times. You know, some SEC teams going down, um, some upsets. This is why teams schedule patsies in the first week if they if they can do it. You know, you, you don't come out you don't come out playing your 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 biggest game of the year. And I and I, I think you know I, everyone's gonna be. There's, there's a danger in looking at Ohio State this year as the second game, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, the second, the second week. But I, I, there isn't a, Ohio State doesn't matter if you go to Bloomington and don't win, and and, and that's possible. I mean, Indiana is a decent team, and you know, there's a lot we don't know right now. Uh, how, you know, how is the no fans thing gonna gonna play out? How, how does you know, how does that change the atmosphere to to does, does it change it enough to where these guys? You know, have to have to take two two quarters to adjust to it, or, or something like that. So, yeah, and the other thing is, how sharp are you coming out of a you know, coming into late October, having not played a game since the Cotton Bowl? So, yeah, I I, I, I don't. That's the one thing I kind of like about college. I, I always like the the early season game against the the team you've never even heard of before. If you're a casual fan and you don't know anybody on the team and. You know, of course, it could be a seventy-nine to nothing game, but you do find out about yourself. 
And I think this game, you better, and, and next year, obviously, and, and year after, you better, you better know yourself a little bit going into these. They had uh, 10 walkthroughs starting in late July, four preseason practices. Then when they were told it was a no-go, they were then allowed to do skill instruction, which I think they, that ended up being 14. This will be practice 14 today. So that's actually 42 when you add, add them all up. When you're trying to, to install some new stuff, subtle, subtle or not, uh, how much has Penn State do you think been helped? I mean, we'll find out for real in 16 days, but how much do you think Penn State's been helped in installation by now having 42 opportunities to go out in the field and teach some of this stuff? I, I would imagine it's helped. I, it's, you, know, I, you know, and it could be proven completely wrong. They can go out and lay an egg against Indiana, and it wouldn't wouldn't be the most shocking thing I've ever seen. But yeah, I, I, on paper and in my mind, I think it should help. I, I think that's, a, that's one benefit of this for Penn State is, you know, Kirk Shiraka could now do whatever he wants with the offense. I, I think he can install a little more of it. it. It's you know they're far enough away from Ricky Ronnie's offense to to now where they where they can. Maybe adds. They could be. I'm not saying they're going to be where they would have been on October 24th on a normal sure, year. That's right. But they could be where they were at on September 24th or September 30th. Mm-hmm. I, I think pretty easily. So, I mean, this could be completely, you know, completely proved me wrong. And and I, I I just think there's so much more time, so much more, yeah, so much more ways to to meet now. Um, and I I think there's I don't think there's any excuse for not installing a little more of the offense having having a little better understanding of it from the players standpoint and and, and I think they are they are going to do it that way I mean one of the things that I that, that kind of struck me about you know talking to the players over media day is they're kind of admitting that this is this is a little bit different for them it, it, position by position they the, the new offense does demand some different things to them and they're and they're getting it mm-hmm. you know, they, they, they said it wasn't immediate but they're starting to get it and and, and I think that extra time should help if, and, and I think it will. Yeah, no, I think so as well. Well, what's your thoughts on what we could see from Sean Clifford? Yeah, he's it's you know it's 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 one of those things where you know it's your your first year you're learning everything. The second year you should that that should be your big jump. I I, I think that's especially true at the at the quarterback spot. And everybody talks about the kid's competitiveness and the you know how how hard he works and 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 that's that's all well and good. But end of the day, you gotta you gotta play well. And and I think he played well most of last season. And, and there's no reason to think he won't play better, but I, I'm, I'm interested to see. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would rather not see him running as much. Mm-hmm. I, and not that he's not a good runner. And, you know, it's it's one of those things. Where I think he's I, back of a passer, and I, I, he, you know, if if he's not a bang a banged up player, then he'll be better down the stretch. I I, I think the eight games probably helped him. You know, to, to to maybe maybe run a little bit more than than I'd like for him to run and, and have it be successful. But but I, I think this year he should take a a big step up. Obviously, accuracy on the deep ball I think is is the deep is the big thing for him because that's where he really struggled on the stretch last year. But I, I think you could re, you could attribute a lot of that to he's got he got really banged around in the running game. And I asked him early last season about that. You know, he had he had run on average a lot more than than he was running in high school. And he admitted, you know, he he was a little concerned about it, but he was going to put the trust in the coaching staff and the offense, and and and, and he he figured he'd be healthy enough, and it turned out he wasn't. So this year he's he's got to stay healthy because 
mean, he's a he's a top two or three quarterback in the in the Big Ten if he's healthy to me. When you look at the defense, we know that going in, we would be talking a lot about Micah Parsons. So he's not going to be there. So who do we who do you look at on that defense that can be that leadership type of guy that can make a difference for them in these games? Well, I mean, you look at it two different ways of leadership. One is who leads by what they're doing on the field, and, yep. and, and the other one is who leads by what's going on behind the scenes. And I think it's, you know, I think Jesse Luquette is a guy, you know, that the more I talk to him, the more impressive he is. He's a, you know, he, he has no, he, 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 he understands how great Michael was. He understands what a talent that, that guy was, what, what a difference he was going to make. But he does not believe that this is going to negatively affect Penn State's defense at all because you know I, I thought it was very sneaky of James Franklin on the during his press conference kind of said you know that's a that's a position of strength that's linebacker right. so even losing Micah Parsons you look at what they have it, it, it's, it's extremely impressive at you know who's out there and, and and I thought that was a really bold statement to answer a, a question about Micah Parsons who's a generational talent to to say you know that, that's still a position of strength for us and, and it is but I, I I really like that Luquette is taking that that view of it. Uh, Lamont Wade, also a guy, um, you know, every, everybody knows his leadership capabilities. Mm-hmm. But but I think as players, I think the two guys who everybody expects is going to step up, and everybody I talk to um, has got some great quotes about these two guys with with Isaac and Owe. I, I think everybody kind of yeah. thinks that they're going to be that, that they're freaks of nature. They're going to be dominant players, and and I, you know, it, that'll be very very interesting to see. And you know, I. I I think I heard two, two or three different players asked, "Who's the one player nobody's talking about enough?" And they, they all said Isaac. Yeah. So, I mean, it always gets a lot of attention. You know, he's working out with Micah and the, mm-hmm. and the draft and stuff like that. But Isaac could be a, a really good player, and I think he showed flashes last year. So I would expect those two guys on the defensive line to, to be the on-field guys who make the difference during games. But you know, look at guys like Antonio Shelton, Fred Hansard, uh, you know, Lucetta Wade. I think those guys yeah. are the the heart and soul of defense. And don't ever forget Shaka Tony. All right. So, Shaka. I said forget Shaka. I'm nobody sorry. can ever forget because if you ask Adisa <laughs> Isaac and you ask um, uh, Jason Owe. Mm-hmm. No, I'll tell you Shaka. In our yeah. room, they'll say they'll say Shaka right away. Hey, yeah. Don, yeah. Donnie, thanks so much. Really appreciate you. Can't wait to see you. Yeah, same here, Steve. Donnie Collins, Scranton Times Tribune, back with more in a moment on News Radio 1070 WKOK, brought to you by Sunbury Motors. I asked the suit about being a dental hygienist, as a matter of fact, and he said that uh, he stayed at a Holiday Inn last night. I, I, <laughs> he worries me. I, I just get very concerned. I, even if I stayed in a Holiday Inn Express, I would not want to do that or be smart enough to do that. No. I just try to stay in my own lane, man. I just try to stay in my own lane. All right. Uh, let's get you up to date on baseball. The Braves, I'll say this. The Braves have been pitching great in the postseason. Not good, great. And, yeah, I know they're up 7 nothing, but to me the thing's the, the nothing part. And between the Reds and the Marlins, they have not been able to score on this team. Braves' pitching staff has been terrific. And they win today. They're in the National League Championship Series, and they're up 7 nothing in this game. 
And you know, normally, you know, you look at the long ball; they haven't hit any home runs in this game. They have not hit any home runs in this game. They've just been going at it. And Marcelo soon has singled, drove in one. Darno doubled, drove in two. That Dansby Swanson hit a sack fly. Freeman knocked in a couple. Swanson singled, knocked in another one. Duvall then doubled. Dansby Swanson scored. Up 7 nothing. About him, 9-3. And this is the day where, after Anderson was so awesome, this is the day that they handed the ball to Kyle Wright. And Kyle Wright has been terrific like the rest of the staff. And it's interesting, these last two starts he had, against the Marlins um, he lost not today he's not going to lose today Oakland needs to keep winning to stay alive they're down two games to one and guess what they're winning bottom of the third they lead Houston 3 nothing in this game uh, Loriano has hit a three run homer and so Ramon Laureano has been able to hit a three-run shot in this game, and that's the difference so far. 3 nothing Oakland in the uh, bottom half of the third inning. Later will be the Yankees against Tampa Bay. Let's take a check out. Ryan Thompson goes for Tampa Bay tonight against Jordan Montgomery. Yeah, we'll see how this goes. We'll see how this goes. Really. I haven't been a fan of Montgomery this year. He's a, He's been another in, Mr. Inconsistent. Well, he speaks highly of you. <laughs> Two and one, 44 innings, 48 hits, eh. But the strikeout-to-walk deal is uh, better than 5-1. to one. 47 strikeouts, 9 walks. But he's given up 7 home runs. Yeah. That is a relatively big number. Yeah, th- that's why I don't like this matchup. Be- because you just see the way the Rays are hitting right now. Especially with Randy Arenzaria. Holy Moses. He has been hitting the heck out of the ball. Was it? He's 12 for 21 this entire postseason so far. And he's just destroyed the Yankees. He homered again last night. Yeah. Well, was this a bullpen day, I think? That's not right for the Rays? I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not sure. He, uh, yeah, Ryan Thompson will be the opener. So you got a submarine sidearm to start with. So the Rays will use 72 pitchers tonight. <laughs> Now, I think that's kind of a high number. That's just me. Well, the Yankees did it in game two, got too cute, and it may cost them the series now. Well, this is what they do, though. They do have, look, between Blake Snell, Tyler Glasnow, and Charlie Morton, they have three legit starters. Okay? They do have that. And that's what they've done. They haven't done this the first time they've done the opener in the series.
And this also goes the, back to Cashman not addressing pitching in, in at the trade deadline. You're right, too. They haven't developed it. They need to do that. But to have not addressed it at all and bringing a guy like a Lance Lynn, to me, is just completely inexcusable. Adrian, more John tonight for the Padres. And the Dodgers are going to do the bullpen thing with Dustin May starting tonight. Dodgers up two games to none. Last night's game was terrific. And Houston and Tulane tonight. This will be Houston's hoping it's the third time the charm. This is the third opening game they've scheduled this year. It looks like it actually might happen. That's at 7.30 tonight. Houston is a six and a half point favorite. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Q, it's 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. Ford Lincoln Kia Hyundai, great pre-owned inventory as well. Those new lines, Ford Lincoln Kia Hyundai, can't go wrong. But you also can't go wrong with pre-owned inventory because they really go over it for you. And if that happens to be either what you prefer or what your budget prefers, they'll make it work for you. Great service department, great sales staff as well. All at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Key Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. And online at sunburymotors.com. Les Miles has tested positive for coronavirus. They say he could return for the October 17th game. Uh, he will do his job virtually between now and probably then. So he is tested positive. Uh, Anthony Lynn has named Justin Herbert the Chargers starting quarterback. Stunning. So there you go. Uh, so he's officially in as the starter. And Carlos Dunlap of the Bengals has voiced his frustration about a shift in his role on the team to being a third down pass rusher. I'd be more frustrated I was with the Bengals, but that's okay. It's a different story. <laughs> Just me. Maybe that's yeah. added to it as well. He's been there his whole career. I know. <laughs> I've had enough. So there you go. Let's uh, I'll get you up to date and everything that's going on. Uh. College foot, uh, college basketball scheduling is a real <laughs> a lot of twists and turns. It's taking a while. They they think that most will have their schedules done by November first. All right, we'll go from there. Anything we pick up along the way, we'll pass along. Kevin Sumlin, Arizona's coach is eyeing a return to the sidelines. Now, we know he has COVID, but he's asymptomatic. He feels perfectly fine. Bobby Bowden, by the way, is back in the hospital. And the SEC has warned of fines and bans for any COVID-19 violations. Again, the, the entire idea, keep the season alive. That's what they're trying to do here. 
And for Tennessee, the Titans, I think the number's up to 24. It Was it 14 players? Does that sound right? It's 13 players, 10 staff, 23 total. 23 total. Had another but one wide, this morning. Their wide receiver core has really been hit, right? Yeah, Corey Davis was just added today. But that's a big like, one. Like, there's a bunch of wide receivers that are there. That are there. They haven't released all the names, but supposedly that's one of the position groups that's been hit hard. And the Titans were warned about not practicing before they went out and practiced. They were warned about it. Yeah, they need to just forfeit already. To me, if you're if I'm the NFL, that's what I do. I mean, it's the ultimate It's the ultimate thing to do. I think you do, you know, it sends a message to everybody else. Because at this point, if they can't play the Bills, which looks pretty much unlikely now at this point, the Bills mm-hmm. play Thursday night against Kansas City. They would have to move that game to Saturday if they were try to play the game Monday or the Bills Titans game Monday or Tuesday. So now you're right. giving us the Bills yet again. But if you forfeit, it was said today in the Dan Patrick show. I guess there's a clause somewhere in the players' contracts that if there's the forfeits made, I guess the game checks for everybody involved would be voided. Which to me. I mean, I guess if he's not playing, it is. But they should make somehow make an exception to get the Bills players paid, but not the Titans. Right. Well, that's something they'll have to work out with the union. Um, and a forfeit goes in as a loss. Um, I don't like the idea. Well, first of all, let's start with this. With the, you said 13 players, so what, they have 53-man roster? Well, for yep. the 40 players that are negative, what, you're going to deny me a check? I did everything right. Right? We think, unless you were part of the crowd that went to practice at that Nashville school, then it's a different story. And, well, I think what the Tennessean has that video. That's, that's who got it. And, wow. And also, if I'm the league, Steve, if I can find out who those players are definitively in that video, mm-hmm. they sure. shouldn't play the rest of the year. Well, well your kid's going to have a hard time growing up with all <laughs> these rules. I'm just saying, just follow the protocol. I mean, first of all, it's just it should have been just common sense when you have an outbreak on your team and you're still going to meet with your teammates, let alone in public somewhere. It's it's just selfish. And now, because of this, you're throwing everybody else off the bandwagon with the Steelers last week, the Bills this week. It just They shouldn't play the rest of the year. They shouldn't. And I'll tell you another thing, too. Mike Vrabel, he, shouldn't, he should be suspended through the Steelers game and obviously, you should give a hefty fine. Those would be the punishments I would hand down if I'm the NFL to the Titans. Well, your kid's going to be locked in his room <laughs> like four days out of the week. I'm starting to get. I'm starting to get concerned. 
four, if it's one thing, I would do that. Say, look, I'm sorry, but we got to move forward. I actually saw somebody write an article saying that the Patriots have had, what, Cam Newton and Stephon Gilmore? They say that the Patriots should shut down and not play this weekend. No. Well, actually, there were some reports out there today that the Patriots took took it on their own prerogative and shut down the facility themselves. Right, which is fine. That's what they want to do. That, right. That's fine. That's their prerogative. But they're saying, like, don't play this weekend. Yeah, no. Uh, no. Not going to happen. The NFL's going to look at him go, uh, no. Supposedly the Patriots have been... Um, going through, obviously, testing and so forth, and I believe they have not found anything else. Correct. No new net, there were uh, net, no no new positives as of this morning. All everybody came back negative from last night's testing. Yeah, they've got what the Broncos this weekend. Correct, and that's a four twenty five game. Oh, buy them more time. And tonight, Tom Brady plays against the Bears. I know you're excited. Yes, this is going to be a great matchup. Good reminiscing, for me at least, with Nick Foles getting the start for the Bears. First time they're facing each other since Super Bowl 52. The Bears can play defense, but they're going to get crushed. Yeah, I don't see this game being that competitive. I think that I like the Bucks big tonight. And you have Ole Miss against Alabama, so of course they're playing up Lane Kiffin against Nick Saban. Um, okay. Uh, I, I'm really big on looking at personnel. Uh, I think that's a big part of it. <laughs> yeah, uh, Nick Saban's about to go 21-0 versus his former assistants. Unreal. I always love this. Oh, it's a big uh, coach. Oh, please. Please, please, please. I mean, I understand he used to be there. I understand it's Lane Kiffin. I got it. You know, Georgia-Tennessee is interesting this weekend. Let's give Tennessee some credit. Uh, They have won, what, eight games in a row? Going back to last year, nine games in a row? I thought they should have lost their bowl game to Indiana. I watched that game. Watching it, I thought, wow, you know, Indiana's this, this, and all of a sudden Tennessee rallied in the fourth quarter and won. I remember talking to uh, Peyton Ramsey about that back in March. Uh, He was at Northwestern contemplating transfer, which he eventually did, and he was the starting quarterback for Indiana in that game. See, Stevie Scott got hurt, their running back, couldn't play. Because he couldn't play, uh, I think it opened the door for... um, they put too much on Ramsey. He had he had to do too much in that game, and he really, in a lot of ways, 
kept them in it by himself because he just didn't have a running game to help him out. Now he's at Northwestern. I don't know if he's going to win the starting. I think he'll win the starting job at Northwestern, but we'll see. I couldn't believe I ran into him in the lobby. He had a, he had a backpack. And the backpack was a Gator Bowl. But, well, that, that struck me. I looked at him. I go, oh, my God. I said, well, that's Peyton Ramsey. So I talked to him for like maybe five, ten minutes, talked to his parents. Um, nice people. He was just looking for one last shot. And uh, he ended up signing with uh, Northwestern. I think I think he'll win the job. If he's healthy, he'll win the job. Uh, Iowa's had a couple of players opt out, including Diamond Colbert, their starting linebacker. He's opted out. So, hey, you're not comfortable? I don't blame you. Tonight on the Penn State Coaches Show... Guy Gadowski on Penn State ice hockey, opening half hour. Terry Smith on defensive backs, final half hour. Today we are John Huffnagel, Brian Gelsheiser, Jair Brown. You know what that means? They either used to wear, or in the latter case, now currently wear 16. We're 16 days to go before the opener with Indiana. And I think we'll find out Monday what time that game kicks off. Because I think what everyone has to remember is that we are in the middle of the season. So television has already settled into declaring what they want to do broadcast-wise in 12-day windows. The 12-day window is Monday. Now, I know I have to vote on the All-Big Ten preseason here. I've got to get that vote in by the middle of next week. I have to get that vote in. It was one in Broadcaster of the Year, and I just put in TS. They know what that means. <laughs> the suit. That's the by code the way, word now. I didn't know that. TS, the suit. <laughs> right? Or you can call him JT, jacket and tie. He'll be the one sitting in the box tomorrow night. Dave Ritchie, man of the people, will be forced to sit outside the box. <laughs> I, just, I, I know on the surface it sounds cruel, but, you know, they're, well, that's as it is. All right, we'll come back with more in a moment <laughs> here on News Radio 1070 WK. Okay. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. 
The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, great to have you with us on the show today. Thanks to our high school football roundtable, Zach Showers, Greg Wetzel, and the Chief Dave Ritchie. Join us in the 3.30 to 4.30 hour. Check it out on the podcast if you'd like to learn more about high school football in the Valley from three great uh, announcers and experts. And Donnie Collins in the 4 o'clock half hour. Great to talk with him about Penn State football. James Franklin met with the media last night after practice. Um, we're getting closer. It's, it's one of those where we got talked to uh, it was talking with Jack, and I said, "Okay." You know, we both felt that you know maybe they would start playing September twenty sixth. They didn't. You know, whatever. It, it, that's all water under the bridge now. Uh, but. This is one of those times now with everything going on where you keep saying to yourself, okay, you're this close. Get to the game. <laughs> you're this close. <laughs> all right? You've negotiated all these hurdles to get here. Okay? Now I just need to get to the game. Ah. <laughs> oh. When, again, when you're that close, 16 more days. Like, all right. Uh, that's, that's, that's what you keep thinking about now because, you know, there's been a postponement here, a postponement there, whatever. Now, the SEC so far has been able to go through unscathed. By the way, Florida's going to allow... Now, the, the universities are not going to okay, go along with this, I think. I think they'll probably still continue to limit. But actually, they would be allowed to... Um, They would be allowed, I think, to uh, have a full house if they want down in Florida, whether it's Jacksonville, Tampa Bay, Dolphins, Florida Atlantic, Florida, Florida State, UCF, USF. But that's... 
That's interesting. Uh, I think they're still going to limit fans down there. Jack Cohn, by the way, the Wisconsin quarterback, uh, evidently uh, had ankle surgery. So, obviously, early, early, early on, he will not be playing. They have a freshman, though, I know they're very high on. And they have lots of running backs. Guy Godowski, opening guest tonight. And Terry Smith in the final half hour tonight in the Penn State Coaches Show. And then tomorrow we gear up for high school football. Then a big weekend of college football. College football. Tonight, of course, it's the Yankees. Correct. It's all about them. And then we got, of course, we got the Battle of PA on Sunday. Yeah. The Battle of PA. Eagles and Steelers. Can the With Eagles fans. make it two in a row? Yeah, 7,500 fans. And you know what? That, that, by the Steelers, I'd be wearing gloves as I did it, but I'd hand out 7,500 terrible towels. Even to the couple Renegade Eagles fans. <laughs> Based on the Eagles injury report, I'm feeling a little bit better. I, I, I think... The way the Eagles' defense, defensive line's been playing, that's how they've been able to get to Ben Roethlisberger and beat him. That's how they beat him last time. So right. I think the def- Eagles' defense can keep him in it. I just don't know how much the offense is going to be able to sustain protecting Carson Wentz and getting the run game going with that. Well, that's, here's the pr- yeah, here's the problem. With Cam Hayward, T.J. Watt, Bud Dupree, that's going to be I mean they play downhill defense they play downhill defense and that is a problem that's not what Carson Wentz needs he does not need downhill defense right now Today's show has been brought to you by our good friends at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Key Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai, great pre-owned inventory, all at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury.